Welcome to Championship Monday, Black Monday, or Midseason Review Monday. You are Locked On Virginia, your daily podcast on the Virginia Cavaliers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Good evening, or excuse me, good day, viewers and listeners. I am your host, Big Law Lawrence Johnson, and welcome to Locked On Virginia Cavaliers Podcast, your first place to come to get your Wahoo fix every day as part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Today's date is 1-9-2023, and as I said before, this is, uh, uh, could be Black Monday, it could be Championship Monday or Mid-Season Review Monday if you're talking about the Wahoos basketball team. But before I get there, let me give you our title sponsor. Title sponsor today is LinkedIn Jobs. Helps you find the qualified candidate you want to talk to faster. Post your jobs for free at LinkedIn.com slash LockedOnCollege. That's LinkedIn.com slash LockedOnCollege to post your job for free Conditions and terms apply. So, yes, everyone, uh, let me give you the reasons why, you know, uh, we're talking about it's Championship Monday. Of course, if you've been under a rock um, and you haven't come out yet, this is Championship Monday because the University of Georgia will play the TCU Horn Frogs. Uh, tonight, uh, of course, it's always that late kickoff. I want to say it's at 8.20, and then it gets into like 9 o'clock, you know, and you're in the first quarter still, so it's one of those late championship games. We come to find out what Georgia is really made of, what TCU um, is probably really made of, more importantly. Um, so, yeah, we definitely are thinking, you know, what's uh gonna happen tonight of course tcu stunning you know uh their previous team uh that they played michigan and you know i didn't have that you know only people who may have had that you know were the people in texas uh but outside of that the entire world i think had michigan beating uh tcu and probably beating them handedly but um it's also black monday because this is where you get a lot of changes in coaches in the NFL the last uh, – or excuse me, the, the Monday after the last game of the year. But for us, this is midseason review Monday. So we're halfway, pretty much halfway through the basketball season uh, when we're talking about our Cavaliers. This will also serve as a little bit of a post-game uh, review wrap-up of the uh, Syracuse game uh, – and it's it's kind of telling, but then again, you know, it also makes you backstep and think, is this the same team that I've been looking at for the past three or four games? Because this team feels like the team that was in the beginning of the season when we started everything, you know, and the optimism it gave the fans, you know, uh, as far as what this team could possibly be. Uh, so just to give you the the review of the game uh, against Syracuse the other day they beat Syracuse 73 to 66 
And the game wasn't that tight uh, based off of the score. UVA was up by 20-plus points uh, during the game. And, you know, Syracuse 10-5 and five, uh, had played some good basketball. You know, they were tough, um, you know, throughout their season. But Virginia just came out blazing, um, you know, shooting three-pointers. And uh, from a variety of people, I got to give Amon Franklin, as, as critical as I can be of Amon Franklin, um, to have Amon Franklin come out and shoot the lights out. Uh, I believe he started four for four, uh, scoring in three for three uh, from deep. So that alone, you know, gives the team more confidence whenever he's shooting, and it also just gives the team more room. You know, if you know to you know for you know more room for uh, mistakes, which they made some towards the end of the you know towards the end of the game. But when your shooter is making you know shots like that. It's a it changes everything. Not to mention also uh, his backup who comes in, Isaac McNeely, came in, <clears throat> shot the lights out as well. Had three three pointers in the first half. Um, I, I, you know, he him being a true freshman, the the future is so bright with him. He has such a quick trigger, and he has deep range. Uh, you know, for a, uh, you know, for a combo guard as well. But he, you know, you give him a look, he will make it and knock down those shots. His shot looks the best to me out of all the shooters on the University of Virginia squad. You know, his, his shot just looks the most steady to me. Uh, so Isaac McNeely, it could, it could kind of be, could have kind of been his coming out party uh, as well because he wound up making four three-pointers uh, over the over the game, and he looked really good in doing it. You know, I would be remiss if I did not mention Tony Bennett passing uh, Terry Holland for most wins um, as a University of Virginia basketball coach with 327. Now, if you guys know anything about the University of Virginia basketball, you know, University of Virginia basketball has always, you know, before Coach Bennett, Terry Holland was Mr. Everything. Of course, he coached the most dominant player in Virginia history, which was Ralph Sampson. And still is the most dominant player in Virginia history. And, you know, he just had a lot of, um, you know, just had great, you know, a great player, uh, you know, to, to help spearhead his, you know, his uh Helped spearhead his 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 coaching run, and then you know after his successful coaching run, he wound up becoming the AD, and he was the athletic director. So that also uh, kind of jumped off him into a successful run as a uh, as a athletic director. You know, and you know whenever you have these kind of milestones uh, go down, they're kind of bittersweet because you know you always really love the coach and AD of Terry Holland. His wife was in um, attendance as well. And, of, you know, but you also got to respect the fact that Tony Bennett, who did, who, who put those numbers up in a shorter period of time. Let's not forget that Tony Bennett, also just a classy man, gave an incredible speech after the game and just spoke of the 
the, the you know the chant or the award or, or the not necessarily the award but you know the milestone of of uh winning 327 games at virginia he said it is a group effort it, it is a kind of a an award for us you know or, or a milestone for us meaning his staff the supporters the fans the school you know he's just he's just classy from a coach who you know earns a, a bonus right who earns a bonus uh or you know he was you know stories are that he's split the, split the money up you know in order to keep his staff together you know he splits the money up with his assistants you know some of the milestones that he hits in his contracts or you know it, you know when they win a certain amount and maybe certain um benefits come with that as far as bonuses he has that split up you know with some of his coaches absolutely incredible uh to keep his coaches around absolutely incredible and coach bennett the man uh is is, is the reason why this coaching excuse me this team and his coaching staff has been this successful this long a small business owner or hiring manager you know that success in 2023 all depends on the team members you surround yourself with that's why you have to check out linkedin jobs with linkedin jobs you can hire qualified candidates most effectively by matching open roles with people who have the skills and values and experience to help you achieve your goals linkedin jobs helps you quickly attract qualified candidates to your open jobs with targeting tools they go beyond the resume data by using insights from your job post company and their 875 million member profiles to put your posts in front of the most qualified candidates identify the most qualified candidates on linkedin jobs and connect with them faster and for free linkedin jobs makes it easy to screen and rate applicants based on your job qualifications on all one platform and of course you know 2023 it's a new year you always want to achieve your goals and achieving goals of course if you have a a focus on hiring more qualified candidates you know, as business starts to pick back up, you always want to get uh, the proper people in place to uh, to help your company run smoother. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs the number one de uh, company delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. Locked on LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com locked on college that's linkedin.com slash locked on college you post your job for free terms and conditions apply thank you for making locked on virginia your first listen every day make sure you check out our brand new podcast locked on college basketball everything you need to know about college basketball in one place please plus here from big name experts, insiders, coaches, and players. Locked on college basketball 
available on YouTube or wherever you get your podcast. So yeah, everyone, uh, reviewing the University of Virginia's basketball win over Syracuse. And, you know, of course, Syracuse, always tough, tough, tough. Um, Coach Beheim, they run that 2-3 zone, uh, probably one of the, not even one of, it's not probably, it is. They're one of the top teams that run that 2-3 zone and know how to run it. They know how to coach it. But I got to give you this. How about Coach Bennett's team? Seems like they really know how to dissect that 2-3 zone. Um, I got to give a shout out to our guy, uh, Jaden Gardner. Jaden Gardner wound up having um, his 1,000th rebound. So that makes him the only college player in uh, basketball, college basketball right now with 2,000 points and 1,000 rebounds. And that list is a very impressive, re- uh, a very imp- impressive list. You think about Tim, think of the names of like Tim Duncan, you know, are, are on that list. So he's the only one right now in college basketball with that accolade. And shout out to Jaden Gardner, who, um, you know, what do you call him, the mid-range assassin, you know, um, kind of reminds me of David West. You know, he can shoot that little mid-range shot, you know, uh, being kind of an undersized power forward to uh, to draw some of those guys out and get to the bucket as well, you know, with some of his fakes. But Jaden Gardner, great job. He's become a really good player um, in ACC play, was third team all ACC last year and coming in and just continue on his role, you know, you know, with this program. Uh, shout out to Jaden Gardner. But uh, that 2-3 zone that Syracuse runs can be a menace because they just have so many uh, athletic players, uh, big, tall, long athletic players that really make you shoot over the top, which is why shooting threes is not the only thing that you have to do, but it's part of what you have to do to beat this team. If you don't make threes, this team is going to beat you. And University of Virginia had one of their best shooting uh, performances of the year. Uh, I will give you this. They uh, were, what were they? They were 26, excuse me, 12 for 26 from three-point range, uh, you know, in this game, which says a lot, you know, which is 46%, almost 50%, you know, shooting threes uh, from the field. They shot better. Uh, from three than they did from two. Uh, they were 43% shooters, you know, from the uh, f- from the two-point range. But from three, 46%. Absolutely uh, amazing to, to, to watch this team bomb. Now, I want to say we had Amon Franklin make multiple threes, four three-pointers. We had uh, – uh, Isaac McNeely shoot and make four three pointers. Excuse me, Amon made three. McNeely made four. Yeah, Ben Vanderplas make two three pointers. Another um, player who has range and when he's on, just makes it so difficult, uh, to, you know, to deal with uh, him. You know, when he's shooting at the rate that he can shoot. Great job for Ben Vanderplas putting in a couple threes. Then, of course, you had Reese Beekman make a three. 
Uh, also, one thing I really love about Reese Beekman, you know, uh, this year is his confidence in, in shooting the outside shot as well. If you got an opportunity and if you watched this game, rewatch the game, watch how Reese Beekman, you know, not just the threes, but just his mid-range pull-up game. When he's in the half-court set, he looks phenomenal. And you can see him starting to get more confidence, you know, in his legs, uh, in particular his hamstring that has been hin- uh, injured uh, for the last seven games. So now that Reese is starting to get a little healthier, you're starting to see some of his offense start to come back alive. Uh, but the the other story is, even though we're talking about all the guys uh, shooting threes, make you know the team, you know, and all making th- uh, thir- excuse me, twelve three pointers. How about the assist? Uh, and when this team is assisting the way that they are, they're almost impossible to beat, uh, especially when you combine the way that they play defense. Their defense is back. They they play great defense, uh, but you also have to kind of figure, you know, Syracuse is going to make a run because UVA had them beat by uh, 10 points to 20 points the entire game. You know, it only got under 10 points when they started pressing with uh, a few minutes left. And shout out and hats off to Syracuse for making it that close of a game at the end there. But really, it was more of a just uh, UVA just, uh, as, as, as per usual, has a little bit of trouble, you know, with the press. Um, you know, they, 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 and I don't know what it is, you know, may, maybe it's just um, when they press Kihei, you know, sometimes they can force him into making mistakes. And some other UVA uh, point guards as well, you know, maybe Reese may have some mistakes or some of the ball handlers you know, having just trouble when when they're in the press. But typically, that's what you get, you know, and it's not, you know, Virginia is not immune uh, to to making mistakes whenever you're pressed. Also, shout out, you know, they got got a uh, point guard coming in from Georgetown. So as they have this point guard coming in from Georgetown, maybe he can, uh, you know, give a little support next year. And he's really pegged as a Kihei replacement. Now, we're going to miss a lot of these players next year. So this year has to be a go-for year for Coach Bennett because he loses his little general, Kihei. He loses Amon Franklin. He loses uh, Jaden Gardner. He loses uh, Poppy Caffaro. You know, he, he's, he's going to have to do some rebuilding uh, and, and I know he will, you know, maybe he, you know, he hits the transfer portal, you know, but, but the point guard coming in, he's going to need that guy and he, and he will have him. So, um, but yeah, but the story of the game is the assist, uh, by Kihei Clark and Reese Bateman. Kihei had 11 assists guys. That is an absolutely enormous number. He's, um, between him and Reese, they're always at the top of the ACC when it comes to distributing the ball. And that's really amazing from the fact that this team typically does not fast break. And I do have some information on the fast break. Of course, if you guys have listened to me, you know how I feel about 
the fast break in this team. If there's anything that I can complain about or anything that I have a suggestion about, it's about the fast break. But before we get into that, let's just keep talking about the assist game. So Hayes has 11 and Reese has seven assists uh, in this game. Those are your two uh, ball handlers slash point guards. Because when Reese is, when Hayes out, Reese takes, actually, they actually kind of flip flop the duties based off of the sets that they're going to run. Because Kihei will, will definitely distribute the ball. And when they were, when they were penetrating that zone and Kihei was playing, it was odd because typically in the high post, you have another a big man at the high post, and he's distributing. But you put the shortest man on the field, on the court, at the high post, and he just does a great job of distributing the ball, You know, whether it's back out to the wings or down low to try to get an easy shot for those guys. But your best passer uh, in that position, and he just uh, makes things happen. Shout out to Reese, like I said, also with those seven assists um, you know, in transition. And that is something that, for me, that I was really, really happy to see. BetOnline.net is your number one source for college betting info, stats, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From pro football to college football season to basketball and World Cup, we've got it all for you at BetOnline.net. If you love sports podcasts, you can even find those at Bet Online as well. We're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting info. Head to the website today to use your mobile device to learn more. Bet Online, where the game starts. So, yes, everyone, as we continue, you know, with uh, this pre. Uh, Mid-season review, um, we're just talking about the assist total for this game and moving forward what we need to see from these guys being able to assist. Of course, playing that 2-3 zone, they know how to dissect this team, and that was a great, uh, a great job. A lot of assists put up by your two point guards, but the real thing for me you know, was the fast break points that, that really resonated with me was watching this team, when they got a chance to run, they ran the ball, you know, and they got easier buckets. They got open shots from three. Uh, at halftime, they were seven for 13 from deep, you know, and playing a team that's a uh, that has that runs at two, three, you know, they really bog you down. They really make you run in offense. They really slow you down. So if you get an opportunity to run on them before they get their 2-3 set, you know, you should, which is my argument with the team and has always been since day one. Thank goodness they were shooting their three-pointers. But there have been just some terrible droughts. And they had, they had a drought today. They did. Uh, excuse me. For that game, they did have a drought uh, of making, scoring any points. But the three-pointer did save the day. They did. They got up enough points where, you know, they were able to survive, I guess is the word that we're going to use here, you know, or get by and win the game without scoring consistently uh, with the two-point uh, shot. But they, they did their job 
uh, on the defensive end to 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 make Syracuse, uh, you know, inept, you know, at, at certain times when scoring. But they can't get into a lull themselves and not score points consistently. That will do you in come tournament time, and you get one of these teams, and with these, you know, they get a couple of these players who are just hot and are making three pointers. And there's nothing you can do. You got to keep making shots, and they're working their way through it this year. And we'll be able to see how well this team does come uh, tournament time. But you know, like I said, they were seven for thirteen from deep, wound up being twenty six, twelve for twenty six. And, um, you know, the team is still gelling. It's still building. I'm not sure, you know, exactly what this team is. They are um, looking like a team that can win the ACC and the ACC tournament. They just can't slow down and have these lulls that they've, that they've had lately. So um, shout out to Coach Bennett for becoming the all-time uh, leader in wins uh, for University of Virginia at 327. Shout out to Jaden Gardner, 2,000 points, 1,000 rebounds. And, you know, it's it's uh, midseason. Also, be on the lookout for um, my colleague, Jackie Franchuli. I'm, I'm trying to get her to see if we can do a, um, a recruiting review, um, uh, kind of like where the team sits now going into the spring season. I know that recruiting has kind of wound down. Now, even though Virginia did have a someone flip away from them, uh, Dejan Parker, who was the one lineman they had out of the transfer portal, he flipped and went to Iowa. And you know what? You really can't get upset with the young man. I know people are kind of jumping on him because, you know, he had a commitment and he flipped, you know, in the middle of the season. But you think about it like this, you know, his statement was they don't even have an offensive line coach, which is another storyline for the football program that we'll have to talk about uh, pretty soon here, possibly in the next episode or, the, you know, uh, or talk about it this week uh, when that's when we speak to Jackie. But, yeah, you know, we're talking about, you know, not having a offensive line coach. What gives? You know, there are some things, you know, behind the scenes that are going on that I can't report on, but I, I'm thinking, um, you know, they got to get somebody in place here uh, right now because if you're losing your one, one of your top recruits from the transfer portal, and no less to Iowa. Iowa is known, Coach Ferentz is known to be, um, you know, the top, you know, offensive line coach in college football. So that was a great move for, for Dejon Parker, you know, to go there. So great for him, but bad for the Wahoos, but they got to figure something out. They got to get, if they want to continue to try to recruit the big boys, the linemen, you know, they have to get a coach in place. And, and, and this is a true statement. Why would you go to a place where they don't even have your leader in place? They don't even have your, your, your offensive line coach in place. I don't know, but the life and times of a university of Virginia reporter and fan always reporting, never, ever, ever, uh, it's never, ever, ever a, a situation where there's not information going on or it's never not entertaining. Thank you for making Locked On Virginia your first listen every day. Make sure you check out our brand new podcast, Locked On College Basketball. Everything you need to know about college basketball in one place. 
please plus here the big name experts insiders coaches and players locked on college basketball available on youtube or wherever you get your podcasts thank you everybody for making locked on virginia your first listen today i'll see you tomorrow